0: Here are your hosts, John Candelario and Tim Casey.
1: Good morning, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about how to calculate ROI, return on investment for your vacation rental. Tim has an easy and simple way of explaining how he calculates his ROI. So hopefully you'll find this helpful. And Tim, I'll let you take off.
2: Yeah, so John, I'm sure everyone's got their own way of doing this. I just try to keep it really, really simple and break it down in such a way that it makes sense to me and I can really see what I'm making every night the vacation rental is rented. So I start with just taking a hard look at my monthly expenses. And John, I include everything. I include mortgage. If there's an HOA, I include HOA. Electric, water, pool service, maintenance, you know the drill. It's really all the expenses that are either reoccurring or once a month or once a year kind of fees. So as an example, um, for my annual license, Um, I take that cost of $250 and I divide it by 12 and I break that into a monthly fee. So I make sure all of my monthly expenses are captured. So as an example, let's say that all of my monthly expenses, including mortgage, come up to $5,000. Okay, that's my first data Mm -hmm. point. My next data point is my occupancy that I am anticipating. So if I'm shooting for a 70% occupancy. Well, most months, let's just use 30 days. 70% of 30 days is 21 days. So I've got a $5,000 a month expense, expense and 21 rental days. So that comes down to $238 per rental day of expense. John, does that make sense so far? That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. So once I know what my daily rental expense is, in this case, it's $238. Now I go over to the revenue side. So let's just say as an example, I'm charging $500 a night to rent my vacation rental. Well, if you're using a property manager, you take $100 away from that. So that $500 becomes $400 because you're probably paying about 20% for a property manager. And then you've got the platform fees. Airbnb and VRBO charge a fee to be on their platform. And just, let's just say that's 10%. So there goes another $50. And then you've got your tax. In Florida, it's 13.5% in the areas around Disney. So now all of a sudden that $500 of revenue becomes $282.75 dollars 75 of nightly revenue. So I take my $282.75 of revenue and I subtract out the daily cost of rental of $238. And that leaves me with about $44 of net income. Now here's John, where I think the conversation has to go. This is why we encourage all of you to really try self-managing because that $100 that you're paying to a property manager for every rental night, that could go in your pocket. And instead of 100 and instead of $44 of income, you could be making $144 a night of income. It's the difference between $11,000 a year and $37,000 a year. John, let me stop there and let you throw in your thoughts here.
1: Sure. So Tim, as you do your ROI walk and we walk through which items are part of that return on investment, you could see when you add the property manager commissions and the OTA take of it, margins, like your ROI really gets squeezed because they're taking what's significant in fees and you still have plenty of expenses to cover before you actually net anything, right? So that key takeaway that you just mentioned, trying to do this on your own it it's absolutely critical to think that through if you're an owner on the fence. If you're thinking about going with a manager or going at it on your own with the support of podcasts like ours, you have to go under the assumption that those fees are just going to increase go forward in the future. they're not going to get any smaller, right? So there is that downward pressure on ROI because of the oTAs and and commissions now. Cash is king, right, Tim? So cash flows is a different way of thinking about it than ROI. But ROI, are you incorporating um, like financing into the purchase price of the home, or are you just looking at like the the value of the home, the purchase price as as like the baseline? Yeah, um, the, the, the
2: way I do it. Yeah. The way I do this, John, is I just use my monthly mortgage payment. And um, people have a different way of thinking about this. Some people don't include the principal in that expense. I do because I like to take a conservative approach. So I include the principal, the interest, and the escrow when I'm calculating my monthly expenses. Again, I take a very conservative approach and I like to have eyes all open. And John, you said it well, If you think about your margins being squeezed to just $44 per rental night, if you're using a property manager, the property manager is making more than the owner is. And that was the epiphany I had several years ago and why I decided self-managing was the way to go. Even though it was a steep learning curve, it was well worth it when it comes to bottom line.
1: Right. And when I speak to new hosts that are going to this for the very, very first time, I'm shocked at how much back-of-the-envelope math their real estate brokers do to convince them to buy in because it, their back-of-the-envelope math is so simplified and it ignores tons of things you just mentioned, like um, even the hidden costs of running it. And they try to, when they sell your property, take a really optimistic view, obviously, to try to get you to do the deal. But I want to warn everyone listening against taking that back-of-the-envelope math, as like that's what it is because that's not a great way to look at return on investment. Like, I think you that's need right. The model, right? Tim? Yeah,
2: I think that's it, it's right, and I think everyone's got to be very, very careful. And this was a learning um, step for me as well. You know, every time I ran to a Target or a Walmart or to buy supplies for the home, that expense, that receipt has to be part of my monthly expenses. And you've got to be disciplined to really track everything so that you know what your real return is. Once you know what your actual annual income is, well, now you can easily calculate ROI or cash on cash return, but it's really getting down to what is your real net operating income. And then the eyes really become opened up when you realize the property managers are making more than you are. And I don't think that's the way it was intended to be. I don't think any of us got into vacation rentals to make less than our property managers. So, Ah, uh, just a word of the wise. Have all your expenses laid out. Uh, really have your projections for occupancy. Know what your revenues are and what's coming out of those revenues. And now you're all set to calculate
1: right on, Tim. And I don't want to sound like an algebra teacher or anything, but we can't forget the time value of money, like a dollar today is not worth the same as a dollar a year ago. So when you're building in your model, just you know try to make sure that you take the time value money, right? because, costs have significantly risen. And we, we don't want to forget that you know the market does move. And that should be built into your projections, that should be built into how you're planning for the future. So just don't neglect that fact. But we're going to have in the show notes, have the calculate ROI Tim's way. Um, and we hope you use it because it's a really conservative approach. And that's how you can actually look at the numbers and see truth in it. Um there's a lot of ROI calculators online but you need to make sure that the assumptions are sound and that you're not taking a too optimistic view of the rental business because it's important to go into any business armed with the facts um, so you don't make a bad decision um, and you don't operate under false premises. So I I will have in the show notes uh, Tim's ROI calculation. So we hope you take a look at it and you incorporate it into your business. And uh, this won't be the last time we have this discussion. But Tim, uh, thanks for walking everyone through how you do return on investment because I know, you know, I, I I take a different view of it. Like, I look at it more how I would look at it in in the finance and banking, but I I could be just overcomplicating how I do it. I like your way a lot better. So hopefully the listeners do too.
0: Thanks for supporting us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Visit vacationhomehelp.com and click podcast for more resources on today's topic and more episodes that will help you level up your hosting skills. Let's get social. Connect with us today by joining our growing community of motivated owners at facebook.com groups slash vacation home help. As a member, you will have access to sneak peeks and exclusive free resources. You can also connect with other owners with shared interests, learn from each other, the community, and from shared experiences. Again, thank you for supporting us. Until next time, take care.